Oh, what's his uh, Wakanda? Hold back from University of Wakanda. Welcome back to another episode of Import Sports. Uh, in this segment, we're covering baseball, preseason basketball, NHL, and our wild sport of the week. Um, this segment is brought to you by the Ultimate Ice Hockey Championships. Look for them on UIHC Facebook. Uh, they're selling tickets for their third annual, or I believe it's the fourth annual um, UIHC Battle of the Battle of the North and South for Perth. Um, brought being hosted by John Caputo with proceeds going to Telethon. If you're a listener of this podcast, you can get free tickets. Um, by using the promo code in their ticket sales of Import Sports. Um, boys, we are just finishing up the National League Championship Series. We discussed it earlier in the week um, with Bart showing us, interrupting our NFL mm-hmm. chat to do so, I might add. Uh, but the Nationals have just clinched a four-game sweep of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, I don't know if we... I don't know if I saw them doing it that quickly but geez they were hot this series yeah they really were their pitching has been on like just amazing all series long and their I bats have been on fire as well and that's what you need and you need hot pitching you need some some guys that really stepped up to the plate and you know bryce harper be damned <laughs> poor guy went to the rangers thinking that he's gonna win a uh, oh sorry the phillies and thinking that he's gonna win a, a championship there and I don't know if he thought that. I think he just went saw, the money. Saw, saw the dollar signs. Yeah. Ching ching. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. The Balcata Bears are now two and zero thanks to Bart's uh, hot bat and some really bad pitching by our opponents. We are currently in first place with a point differential of I think forty one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, wow. Well, <clears throat> it is G grade. In fairness, I did come and watch that, and I'm now taking up a crew in baseball by the looks of it as well. It looks, <laughs> no, it we, looks we, fun. We appreciate you being the number one ticket holder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our number one and possibly only fan. Yeah. No, actually, I think that's Dan's wife, but I think that's forced. She has to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually drove half an hour to watch it. I'd got nothing else to do. and We had to drive an hour just to get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was in the middle of nowhere. I enjoyed it. It was a good game. Yeah. Competitive. It was really fun to watch. It was thrilling. Like, <laughs> intense. I still can't believe I struck out twice. That, that second was... strikeout was should have been a walk, though. Oh, it was bullshit. Yeah. That was a full count, and it was out so far yeah. outside. I like how you put me as third base coach. I had no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> High on codeine because I'm in so much pain still with my ribs. And, yeah, Didier nearly did himself by going, Go Didier! And he stopped and looked and then stopped and went and then stopped and went he and then tried to go. <laughs> he was literally at shortstop for a period of time, not yeah. knowing what to do. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm pretty sure my job here is to tell him to run. And I've told him, but he's still here. <laughs> uh, my personal favorite is that I'm holding back all the bad news bears uh, jokes. Um, but the American League Championship Series is still going on. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday night and releasing this on Friday, so we don't know the outcome of Game 4, but currently the Astros are up 2-1 over the Yankees um, with one more game to be played in New York. Are they playing three in New York in a row or before they travel again? how that works. I think last season they moved it to the home team advantage has the first two games at home 
Yeah, to offset it. And then, the away then team it. has three games at home, and then the last two games, if needed, go back Ultimate. to the yeah, just to not basically take out two travel days. Yeah, yeah, um, and move the series through faster. But I think I don't know if you can really, which makes sense. I think. Yeah, I mean the, I think the Yankees have the talent. I don't think they're good enough though to beat the Astros, um, and the Nationals keep playing the way they are. It's their first World Series appearance, and it could be their first World Series trophy. Um, the NHL kicked off this week. My Flyers are, were off to a great start undefeated after their first uh, four games, but lost to the Calgary Flames today. So kind of, fitting, kind of fittingly, they went down in a ball of flames. Um, the, I, don't, I haven't really watched much of the preseason. I, this early in the hockey season, it's nothing... Really catches my eye, Bart. Do you? I don't really keep start following until the end of the season. I haven't watched a single game. I only happened to catch it because it was on at the gym. Yeah, I've I've seen highlights. I've seen scores. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on the games where I'm going on the tour. Uh, oh yeah, when over, do you over go? New Year's. So I've yeah, got five games in nine days. Jeez. Uh, so I've got a uh, Habs game, Leafs game, uh, Sabers, Rangers. Islanders, um, and then an optional Blackhawks for an extra like hundred bucks or something. So oh, I'd go to the Blackhawks. Quite possibly, second. quite possibly, quite, six quite possibly like five of the worst teams in the NHL right now, according to odds. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of them are favourites. But they're playing the the Blue Jays again. Um, Blue Jays. <coughs> the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Blue Jays. One of the Maple Leafs. The Blues. The Blues. The sorry, Blues, my yeah. apologies. Uh, they're playing the Blues. One Bart of watches a lot of hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I follow the Flames and um, the Preds. So both of those guys have started, you know, fairly well. Um, but like you said, it's what five games in. Yeah. Of a nine hundred game season, so you know, way too early to tell. It's shorter than baseball, it's but 82. longer than basketball. It's the same. Is it? Yeah, it's the same as basketball. Why? Why does the NHL start sooner? Because I mean, they only finish a out. week. Yeah, they drag it. Oh, okay. Yeah. They drag it yeah. I can't wait for the stadium series. Like that that is a such a great add to the sport, um, which has been flagging in the US for probably the last fifteen years. Um yeah. it's been a it's been a great way to bring it outside and it's kind of like color rush for the NHL. Hmm. Last season with the rivalry of the Blackhawks and the Flyers, both their uniforms were so freaking hot. I loved them. It's kind of a bucket list event, even for neutral fans. Like you just want to get out and attend it, and you know, be a part of it. Because I don't think it's going to last necessarily. I think they'll just bring it in sporadically and yeah, move I, it around. I mean, you're talking about trying to encourage people to go out in sub freezing weather to sit in an outdoor stadium and it's, watch hockey. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, it kind of takes you back to the movie Mystery Alaska a bit. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Um. Corey, what are the odds looking like this early for the favorites in the NHL? Yeah, so top five in this order are Tampa Bay Lightning 1, Boston Bruins, Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah. Golden Knights, Maple Leafs, and, and Avalanche, and then Preds, then Blues. So Okay, so Blues are still in it to possibly repeat? Yeah, Blues are 15-1 with Predators, uh, Avalanche 14-1, Knights, Leafs. Bruins are all ten to one, and Lightning are eight to one. 
The Lightning, the only thing they really kind of came unraveled last season was injuries, but I don't think they've made that many changes to their team this year. Um, and they had a dominant season last year in the um, Eastern Conference. Well, if you want to have a fun bet, you just bet on the Ottawa Senators paying $276 to win the Stanley Cup this year. Ooh. I mean, the Vegas Knights did it. They were 501 that one year. Yeah, but the what Senators traditionally suck. <laughs> I mean, they're a team that nearly folded, I think, three times. They filed for, chap- for Chapter 11 or... Uh, yeah, bankruptcy. Yeah. In Canada. But they but they got bailed out by the government or something and, like and that. The yeah, they, said sorry. They are. <laughs> yeah. It's capital city. And then the sorry. government said sorry as well. Sorry, eh? <laughs> um Yeah. Here's some money, sorry. <laughs> I do like the Vegas Knights. I mean, if I have to go for somebody in the West, I kind of have a soft spot for them and the Kings, but um, I wanna get all the abs bandwagon, but I just, No. I hate their uniform. It's Slightly better than the Quebec Nordiques it's uniforms, like, but I was a how dare you! I was a Nordiques fan. I love the Nordiques. Yeah, I'm um, saying, but logo that I love their uniforms. Their colors, yeah. yeah, the baby blue and red. But then they became the Avalanche, and they they yeah, no. then they just mixed like random colors together, and it's like <laughs> yeah. navy blue. And yeah, I I couldn't red, even tell you maroon, what it is. dark Burgundy, red. Yeah, yeah it's purple. not quite red. Red. It's not it's quite pur- red. It's not quite purple. Brick red. Is it a mar- <laughs> is it a maroon purple with a like a weird blue? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, not, not great. I got on the uh, the Still Dallas Stars the band, Sharks. The Dallas Stars bandwagon big time. Yeah, the green there. and black. It's just it's a great stadium. It's a great uniform. It was a pretty beast team when I was there, but. You know what? They'll always, They'll always be, be the North Stars. Yeah. <laughs> Being a Minnesota boy, like the yeah. wild, the wild now. But um, yeah, I mean, North Stars, always true to my heart. Yeah. And then we've got the, do you even know who Ty Domi is? So I, there was a do reason you know why I'm a Maple Leafs Literally, every time I'm a Maple Leafs fan, I have family who live in Canada. And ever since I was a kid, I get sent Blue Jays and Maple Leafs stuff. They just, they just said no Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because... Yeah, I don't think I like basketball, but yeah. No so, Canadian likes basketball. <laughs> pretty oh. much, yeah. So, uh, Shout out no. to all Canadian fans. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I end, up with the, I end up with a shit baseball team, but I do follow as scores as much as I can. Because in the UK, you don't get any coverage of the ice hockey. Hey, in fairness, the Blue Jays were good in, like, the <laughs> mid-90s. Yeah, so I was four when I was getting a Blue Jays hat and they were actually any good. Yeah, go Joe Carter. Since then, yeah. no. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, so I okay. try and... I'm actually like a huge Red Wings fan. That's probably because I watched hockey in the 90s right. and early 2000s. Oh, and they were good. When, yeah, when they had all the Russians. Yeah, the Russian yeah, rocket. Like, Fedorov, and they had Eisenman, they had Shanahan. Heat, yeah, yeah. Well, they were beast then. I they loved Sergei Fedorov when I was a kid. So you I what? Loved, I loved Sergei Fedorov. Oh yeah, the Moscow yeah. Red Wings. Until yeah. he started dating Kornikova. I was very jealous. <laughs> yeah. Also, I have to <laughs> support other teams in American sports that suck because when you're a Pats fan, you can't just go. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna bandwagon every team. I yeah. Guess. So you can't look like you're bandwagon. <laughs> so yeah. So does that make you a Mets fan? I basically just go. Who's the worst team? Anything but football. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> okay. That's basically how I do it. Oh, oh, we didn't even cover it in the last, um, in the cast earlier this week. But 
even Antonio uh, AB didn't get picked up for the XFL. He got snubbed. Landry Jones is it? The uh, who's the X? Did he put his name in? I think yeah, he I think did. he did. So I actually had a look at it earlier. I was on the XFL Instagram feed because they've done the first. Yeah, we're talking smack on Twitter. First, <laughs> it said he is free. Yeah, we've done the first three rounds of drafts, and there's so Tyree Jackson, the quarterback that was at the Bills. Yep, he's playing for the DC Defenders, which sound like they're straight out of a comic book. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you got Connor Cook, who was a QB at Michigan State. Who was apparently pretty good according to them. According to Michigan State. Yeah, I'm just looking into it for anyone that's actually well, smartly they... better than according to him. So, you know, yeah. step up. Didn't the they lose Brady? But you do have some of the guys that have come from the Alliance. So, yeah. The, is it Luis Perez, the quarterback that was at one of the. Like, I didn't Birmingham follow enough of like the of the um, Alliance League to know any of the um, stand-up But yes, there's yeah. a few people. I drafted really well in that. <laughs> there's a few people that did have been on NFL rosters in it as well. Did so, Seattle get any good players? Um, Seattle, let's let, we can go to Seattle one. if you want. So Seattle Dragons have. Why does Trey Williams ring a bell? Um, maybe yeah, running back. Hey, my brother Evan Rodriguez, a tight end. <laughs> Emrod? Yeah. No. <laughs> Emrod's not playing, but did he not get the call? No. Erod is a Erod. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a few guys in there that were in the draft to, have been to, on yeah. NFL rosters. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what the product actually looks like when it comes out. Uh, I mean, we're talking about the uh, McMahon, so production values will be high. Talent might not be. Well, by the looks of it, He's the got cash though. Yeah. yeah. Phase he two pay players week two. Phase two looks like it was just drafting linemen. I think they've done it in phases. So the first phase was QBs, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. And then phase two appears just to be offensive linemen. And then phase three was D line linebackers. So it's pretty much like a fantasy draft, in lack of better terms, but Pretty much. Um, for legit. With actual people. Yeah. So, yeah. That'll be fun, though. Fantasy draft with people. Yeah, it looks like I it. Think you they just... call that slavery, mate. <laughs> no, I think they call that the NFL draft. <laughs> and you just, you just fancy drafting people that... Yeah, so Landry Jones, because he was a uh, Steelers, wasn't he? He was a backup there for a while, I think. Yeah. So, you've got... Never trust a guy with two last names. You've got a couple of people who will have seen time at NFL. Or two first names. Two first names. Yeah, two yeah. first name. I knew I was close. Um... It'll be interesting to see what it looks like. Could be good. Yeah. Oh, you got Cardell Jones that was the quarterback at Ohio State as well last few years. If you say so. Uh, big remember that name. Yeah. He was touted to be like NFL prospect, but I think he burned out. Yeah. He's at DC. Okay. Defenders. Um, Corey, and the NBA preseason's in full swing. Yeah, there's... Um... You put bets on... Yeah, well, hey, I'm looking what at a right now. I'm looking at a little multi right <laughs> it's now. It's desperate when you're betting on preseason. Like you don't know what's going to turn up. Like well, Atlanta Hawks minus two and a half tomorrow. Preseason, they could have been out on the piss all night for you know. And they're going to turn up and play a preseason game. Yep, that's pretty much a life of NBA anyway. Or you get a <laughs> slight little pain in like, yeah, I'm just going to come off. That's me done. Yeah, so for, for the, a month. The yep. preseason's full. In fact, uh, Anthony Davis has sprained thumb. That's a bit concerning, but it sounds like he'll be Whoa. fine. Whoa. 
You'll be careful when you're spraying thumbs. Spraying thumbs. You use your hands in basketball. I think you use your hands in most sports. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is good you do shoot with a basketball. Okay. Yeah. We'll give him <laughs> no half, half points. No more thumb wars in the change room. Whatever you do, boys. How do you even text as a basketball? All right, all right, all right. Well, anyway, Have you seen their neck fingers are massive. True. There's no real favorite in NBA, so it'll be an exciting season nonetheless. Are you excited to see Zion? I am, but even though... Did you hear about the... He's at the Peckleyans, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Peckleyans. With Emron. Him and Emron are starting at did the you, Peckleyans. Did you see like all the new heights of everybody? Because the uh, league had a new rule that they had to officially... like Measure people? Measure people correctly. Is that without their shoes on, or are they allowed to be the yeah, shoes on? Yeah, they had to officially... Like, Wait, what? They had to fish Because people were saying, like, oh, I'm 6'9", or I'm 6... Whatever. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I just told you. So they had to officially get them measured to their exact height. I've got a question for you. What's the average height of an NBL basketball player? An M- Do you know the answer? No. That's why I said I've got a question for you. I don't know. Probably 6'5". 6'5"? Six, six, okay. Yeah. You anyway. said NBL or NBA? I said NBA. No, you said NBL. I thought you said oh, NBL. Who cares about NBL? NBA. Yeah. <laughs> NBA would probably say 6'8". Six, seven. That's the average. Oh, I don't know. I would have to look at that. Do you want to tell us Please how tall do. people are? They let's find out. <laughs> There's got to be a couple of ones in there where yeah, I'm six nine. They've measured. You're six foot three. Yeah, so where Zion did come from? Measured in at six six. So everyone thought he was a bit taller than that. Because so. they were calling him six nine. Well, I don't think he was ever six nine, but six seven, six eight. Yeah, right. But for him to be six six, that's you know that's Michael Jordan tight. So. He's a big kid, though. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's a solid He's 6'6", six, six, but should be playing he's, tight end. Like, yeah, he's massive. Yeah. He's huge. I'm thinking more like offensive tackle. Man. Does that mean Drew Brees is really 5'9"? <laughs> and Russell Wilson is 5'7"? Yeah, and if he's... I think you mean 5'7", because he's listed at 5'9". If he's 5'9", then Kyler Murray is about 5 foot. Like, genuinely. Because <laughs> he actually looks small behind the line. The average height in the NBA, by the way, 6'7". You are close. I was. Um, but yeah, so that was very interesting because a lot of players like Kevin Durant doesn't want to be seven feet, but he was seven. This is, Did that measure him? Yeah. He doesn't want to be seven feet. No, because like Kevin Garnett never wanted to be considered a seven footer. Oh, okay. okay. You know, things like that, but he was clearly over seven feet tall. Yeah, sure. Is there like a stigma against it? Yeah, of course. What? You're over seven feet tall, you're like, you're the big dopey guy. You're a Gumby. But you're 6'11", then, you know. Hakeem Olajuwon? <laughs> Not quite. Kim Elijah probably wasn't even close to that. He's probably six eight, to be honest. Who's the guy I'm like, thinking of that you play for OKC? Was it? Or no, I'm thinking Minute Bull. Oh yeah, he's huge. Yeah, his he son. Was... Yeah. His son's in the league now. He's huge as well. Like seven five. I wonder if the Rockets have burnt down their wow. stadium yet. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, two dudes, one ball. They're, oh. they're still getting a knife fight at some point. I mean, I'm a Rockets fan, but. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm lost as well. Westbrook and Hearn? Yeah. It'll be interesting. Ex-teammates back together again. Yeah. Be Notorious t- ball hogs. They'll definitely you know, be They've been at each other in social media over the last couple of years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're like... They're almost... boys though. Well, else yeah. That, else that would never happen. Russell said, okay, yeah, I'm cool. Go on, well, you'd think so, but didn't they like almost come to blows in like a Team USA camp or something like that? Rumors that they 
were teammates and then disliked each other. And I think it's just rumors, Bart. I can't I believe everything you hear. No, I do, I do though. <laughs> I do. That's why I love the NBA so much. A lot of drama. A lot of drama with LeBron this week. When is there? Want, I don't know uh, if we were allowed to talk about that. Uh, uh, we, didn't want we don't want to delve into that right now. No. For our Chinese don't, listeners. Don't we, don't, we don't have our, we don't have our legal listeners. team yet. So tell, maybe. Me, tell me. I don't know about this. We, dude, I don't know if we have time. Yeah, so, just look at the uh, look at the uh, chat. There's a just go on Twitter. Yeah, check yeah. out. Just type in LeBron and it'll pop up. There's a sex yeah. tape. I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's got sex tape. Oh no, yeah. I'm not going to make that joke. I was going to make. <laughs> Again, Taco <we> are... Tuesday. <laughs> I was being semi serious. Tom Wednesdays. <laughs> oh anyway. wow. Yeah, apologies. Well, <laughs> um, digressing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tad. Um, so Corey sent us a an interesting change of sport the other week. An EPL goalie who is... Who, uh, Do you want me to take the lead? Yeah, take right. the lead, Simon, because this so, is wild. You say EPL goalie, massively underrating it. The guy has 443 caps in the Premier League, was Chelsea's goalkeeper from 2004-2015, and then was the mighty Gunas goalkeeper from 2015-2019. He's looking at Wikipedia, y'all. He, um, What's a Gunas? Uh, so, Arsenal, for anyone that doesn't know. Oh, and so, if you're an Arsenal fan, you're called a Guna. Oh, okay. So, yeah. A Guna? Yeah, so he was the Czech Republic goalkeeper with 124 caps. So all in all, he was possibly one of the best goalkeepers in the Premiership for a very long time. And how old is he now? He is, he's getting on now. He's in his 30s, easy I think now. I've got on all the years. Oh shit. Yeah, like, I'm getting on. so I, I don't know his entire like, life, but yeah. So he's gone from... Finishing football, he retired last year. He is now signed as a semi-professional ice hockey goaltender in the UK for the Guildford Phoenix. And in his first game, saved two massive shots in a penalty shootout to win on the game. Not a bad career swap from soccer to ice hockey. I feel like comfortable segue though, like goalie to goalie. And I I think it's it's uh, quite uh, financial... Difference. Yeah, he's obviously not getting paid anyway. So he's a volunteer yeah. as a yeah. semi-professional. Are we? Are we talking like what's the level of ice hockey in Great England? Britain. Yeah, so semi-pro ice hockey. Great Britain are ranked twentieth out of ice hockey. No, at the top twenty nations. Yeah, at the top twenty nations, we're twentieth. Um, <laughs> I did have a look down. The the Australian team are somewhere near fiftieth. I think they're like yeah, right down there. Um, put it this way, it's not that. Was that uncalled for. Like, you can go and watch it. It's pretty good to watch. It's enjoyable to watch. I used to go and watch it quite a bit because I lived near an ice rink. Um, but to sports swap from being a ice hockey goaltender, uh, football football goalkeeper to an ice hockey goaltender. Pretty impressive, and he actually like pulled off a couple of good saves. Just straight sprinting, really. Yeah, but no, for a guy that it's like going from the four hundred to the for end, a guy that you're used... guarding a goal from this big to now this big, you know. Yes, they're little missiles being shot at you, but he said he always liked ice hockey, but and he used... he couldn't play it as a kid, um, but he liked skating. No, because apparently it. I think I read somewhere it was. Like it's quite expensive. You've got to buy the kit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Turned yeah. out, 
since you go into the only like entry point yeah. is like eight hundred dollars for crappy yeah, it's equipment. It's the most expensive sport. So he's state. living in the yeah. Czech Republic. Turned out he was really good at soccer, and he was like one of the best goalkeepers in the. Yeah, you just need some shorts, some gloves, yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe some cleats, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, so in your first game, to a uh, couple of massive saves in a. I would like to to see how he tracks through the rest of the season. I'm not that, we'll see how he goes. I'm not that impressed. Like no, I I don't think, I don't know how impressed I was. In the it's obscure <laughs> for a guy that's been a professional sportsman. Also, yeah, yeah. So if when you he, average Joe that went out and made two amazing saves, would be more impressed. Well, but you heard about the guy in the NHL last season who was like, I think he was an accountant, and he was the practice squad goalie for, I think the New Jersey Devils or somebody on in the Eastern Conference. He got the phone call up. That day, because the starting goalie was injured and the backup goalie had been taken down with like the flu or something like that. Mono. <laughs> Sam Darnold esque, yes. And he was going to be having to start and he didn't know until an hour before. Like they just said, you need to come down to the rink tonight because we need you to be back up. in the US? So you. Yeah. Well, I'm going to need that. So, <laughs> so, yeah. I've read an article about these guys. Yeah. Um, they get paid next to nothing. Yeah, there there's emergency goaltenders for every game. Yeah, and you don't even know what jersey you're gonna wear. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. just in. You're yeah. just like in this, like on the like kind of close to the bench. Yeah. And if any goalies go down, like you well, can play for each, that team or you can play for. Can that you imagine team. each team that? has two? And you'd be like, wait, I've just got to forget my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've never skated. Yeah, so these guys... Rose ain't got shit on me. <laughs> he's emergency <laughs> goalie. So yeah. Denzel, I like it. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I have heard about that, and our semi pro league here is exactly the same. So. The backup goalies would just play for any team. So all the finals are held as a round robin in the city, and you could literally be against the team all season, and then you're representing them in the championship. It's crazy, yeah, that's, that's the same, yeah. Jeez. What is going on here? <laughs> you are what? So in the background, as you should probably mentioned, we're in dark house tonight. Um, you are watching one of the... In the background, you have one of the best UK TV sitcoms called The Green Week. It's Ugh. just... Bizarre. I can't do London humour. I can't do English humour. <laughs> this is just English humour and it's the most obscure English humour you've I'm ever just seen. waiting for Benny Hill to start having like a random gaggle of women chase him around the park. <laughs> or chase him or him chase them around the park. As, as a British Texan I quite enjoy it, so you know. It's alright. Um so this week Corey brought us an obscure sport. Um to discuss and comment on. I've heard of it before. I can't say I've actually ever watched a match. I don't know how good I'd be at it. But it's a sport of chess boxing. So it's kind of gained a little bit of notoriety over the last couple of years um, as different news media outlets have picked it up. But it literally combines the game of chess and the sport of boxing where intellectuals slash beefheads Play three minute moves of chess. Four minute. Four, four minute, minute chess, yeah. Four minutes of chess and then a two three, minutes of boxing. Two minutes of boxing. And so on. And it goes eleven rounds. Up to eleven rounds and you can win on points or moves. But then you can either win by knockout. By knockout or checkmate. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I've watched one one game and there's like two nerdy dudes who's like, you did not expect to like glove up, have a mouthpiece thrown in and just start throwing haymakers. So the idea is to what? Knock the other guy senseless so you can beat him in chess? Or... Well, you can forfeit as well. Well, <laughs> well, you can't see the board because you're concussed? <laughs> no, like, he didn't win in the first four minutes of chess. You're like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> so That'd be me there's... every game. There is 17 years plus is the age requirement by the looks of it. And so there is fine. four weight categories. We so you've got lightweight where the max is 70 kilos. What's the minimum? Middleweight <laughs> max 80 kilos. Light heavyweight max is 90 kilos. And heavyweight is anyone over 90 kilos. Yeah, heavyweight. I can fit into middleweight. Also, there's women's league. And their lightweight max is 55 kilos. Middleweight is 65, light heavyweight is 75, and heavyweight is anything 75 over. Jesus. It is on KO. So you, it's on KO. If you have KO, everyone in Australia. Oh, oh my out. God. I, I'm watching that tonight. I can't say I'm going to watch it. I'd... Well, I can't. I don't sleep well at the moment because you know, my ribs are bust, so trying to sleep in a bed is really painful. Yeah, and you don't want to <laughs> amplify that codeine addiction. You yeah. Have, uh, to foster. <laughs> yeah, when you ask the doctor, can you give me something that's not addictive and really bad for me? Um, do you want a stronger dose of codeine? Because C- that will help, of course, yeah. CBD oil? Uh, turns out you can't get it here. I've been really pushing for that. Um, Tom Gronk. Tom Gronk. Oh, Mike Tyson. What? Yeah, it's just getting yeah, it in. Doesn't he own a ranch? Yeah, Tyson yeah. Ranch in Vegas. You just ranch, can't yeah. get it in Australia. It really sucks. It's a shame. Yeah. You can, but apparently you have to go through like oh. so many loopholes. It's not even funny. I I asked. Uh, so put all my crypto into like legalized weed, so I need to check on that. <laughs> like I'm serious. I don't like 15 G's of crypto into that. Better like log in one of these days and actually look at it. I would. Bart flips back on. He's a millionaire. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's actually probably in the whole hundred bucks. <laughs> um. Anything, any other sports to touch on? Anything? Rugby World Cup. Oh, yeah. Rugby World Cup. Yeah, we mentioned the cool. fact that this Saturday could be very interesting. I don't think it's going to be interesting at all. I think the English are going to tell the Australians the box will go through, the Kiwis will go through, Welsh will go through. What about the Japanese who made it to the knockout stage? Oh, phenomenal Impressed. effort. Awesome. Phenomenal effort. Nothing yeah. better than watching the jocks get beaten by the Japanese. That very, was great. Very I, I hope they keep going. Like, I hope they mm. win it all. Yeah. I don't give them much chance, but. Who do they have in the first round of the knockout stage? South New Zealand. Africa. South Africa. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Who are probably the informed team, really. Um, the Welsh are doing well considering they're on their third halfback, sorry, fly half of the tournament. <clears throat> the English are just plodding along, doing what they've got to do. They look quite strong. Kiwis really haven't even got out of second gear yet. Um, I don't give the Australians much chance. The French... You never really know in a World Cup. You know, the French can turn up and win it all. They've done yeah, it all. Yeah, the French, They've they literally turn up for the Rugby World Cup. That's their yeah. thing. And then they retreat for another four years. Um, yeah, I, I really hope the Japanese keep going. But Have you heard how much they get paid, the Japanese players, for, like, all their pre-season camps and for the entire week? So, uh, they get paid, like, something ridiculous. There's nothing at all. Yeah, they barely get paid anything, and then yeah, I thought you were going to say something up. completely the opposite yeah. of that. No, like, you, you you know, you're building it up. Like I was like, 
what they get like they're millionaires and you're like no, they get paid nothing I'm like but yet they're a team that's just climactic. beat <laughs> but they've just beat two teams that get paid massively in Ireland and Scotland yeah but you got to look at where Japanese rugby's come from in the last call it eight years so two World Cups ago could barely even compete with the second and even third tier countries yeah. to beating Springboks yeah. last World Cup and, and then doing like, Ireland and Scotland. Well, yeah, and everyone's kind of going, oh, well, you know, that's upset of, you know, the modern era of rugby. You know, it'll never happen again. That's and not an upset. And, and now they've just wiped out the Irish and knocked the Scottish out of what they would have basically guaranteed as a quarterfinal spot. Yeah, so you, you there would have gone Ireland, Scotland before. Yeah, yeah. And every other pool's basically gone. And coming into this, you would have gone, like, maybe, because Scotland are dreadful. Japan had a sniff. But for them to beat Ireland, apart from being like hysterical and really funny, oh yeah, um, yeah, they just outright like unbelievable. Well done to them for oh, yeah. doing what they've done. Yeah. yeah, also shows they should be probably be playing in some more international tournaments around the world and playing against tier one nations more often now, rather than playing lower tier nations where it's no challenge for. Yeah, yeah, I just think the whole qualification process needs a bit of an overhaul and the second tier nations actually need some help. You know, there's no point just dragging Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, Namibia, Uruguay, Russia, even the US for that matter, yeah. into these tournaments because the reality and is they're not going to beat anyone. Yeah, they and they can't just play other. against each other. They do need to branch out and play against but top need, tier nations so, more often. So we, when we discussed it in a previous podcast. The US needs to be playing tier one nations within that three-year period to actually improve their yeah. process. Yeah, like they have played a couple. Like they played, was it Scotland, I think? They've played Scotland well, and... They do, they do an, an exhibition game at, you know, yeah. Soldier Field. Yeah. And they'll get 100,000 people there and go, what the hell's going on? What's but then this, this game? It, and then nothing for two years. But then you'd have Scotland not sending out their A squad. Oh, exactly. They'd be sending out their up-and-coming, you know, eight teams. That is their A squad. It's Scotland. They're shit. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna send out the same squad they're that they'd be sending. Well, the no. The other problem is because yeah. when they send it, if they send it during the season, yeah, the they're starting the championship. Yeah, games. the professional club sides are gonna go. Well, what? Why are you gonna go and play in that? You go play, get injured in that. Yeah. Thanks. You've just yeah, and I understand that, but at the same time, I don't feel like it. It still defeats the purpose of. Of sending a squad to the U.S. where is, they're with like where a top U.S. squad or what the what would be a rugby World Cup squad for the U.S. isn't isn't really getting challenged yeah. against somebody that they should like. It's not the same competition. So my point being world. though is there's more emphasis put on emphasis emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> there's more emphasis being put on business championship competitions than there is on the yeah. World Cups. Yeah. The problem so, is as well is the timings. You've got to try and fit these more games in in the international schedule, which is North, already South, really hard. East, West Hemispheres, you, you, there's no perfect time to do it. No. It's, so you almost need to suspend all business competitions for a full year and say, this is the Rugby World Cup year and then yeah. all players are going to be available. They're not being held back by clubs. They're not costing clubs in endorsements and injuries, blah, 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 blah. And you go, we're going to actually have the best 200 rugby players well, at this World Cup. Yeah. Representing, hopefully, their country. It's whether they can get included now. So they just recategorize, like, recategorize where people come. So 
a team like Japan, after looking at their performances, I would say could play in the Six Nations. There's been a lot of talk 100%. about Italy being kicked out of the Six Nations yeah. and bringing Georgia in. Italy played Georgia and beat them. So like straight away again, see, we told you it shouldn't happen. Yeah. But Georgia are a team that's up and coming. So it's whether there's like a second tier tournament on the side of it. So you do like a Six Nations sort of second tier thing where there's a promotion relegation between the two. So teams can come up and down. And it's whether that happens in the uh, rugby championship here where you have all the Fijian Samoan teams in a second tier or a division two with a promotion relegation from that. But there's an argument to say if you're a Div 2 team and you're playing Div 2 teams and you're the best and you step up to Div 1 and bump back, it's a really interesting scenario to be in because you're never going to get any better playing against teams you're already dominating. But you're not quite good enough to beat the teams above but you. Would it be but you some, are going to get that season But it would be play. something like professional English soccer where you have where you get a big cash bonus so you can go out and top up. Yeah, and develop your yeah. squad where when you get relegated, even if you were a top team, so let's say in your example, um, the likes of Argentina get relegated to the next squad, they're not going to have the dollars to bolster the same squad. And those those players can be repatriated um, into a different country. I mean, I, there's yeah. the business side of it that you could... I think that... There's a thing where if you do go up, though, <laughs> totally, but, you then yeah. get a year of playing all your rugby around top two nations. Yeah, so you're going to make a lot more money from that. And if you... All it takes is one win there. Like, a team like Japan now can say that they're going to try and play... They could go to England and go, we want to come and be one of your autumn internationals, but we want this much money now. Yeah. Like, we want a few million just for turning up. And the, and the actual English... Rugby board or what, what do you call the English rugby? Uh, the RFU would probably go, yeah, like. Well, they want the ten million Japanese yeah. fans. They're like, in. okay, we've got. Yeah. A, they're going to go. We've from got a market perspective, here. Even if we tell you. Yeah, they don't care. They're like market. Here we go. That's business. England won't yeah. mind as well because they'll slot that in. A team like England will be smart. They'll slot that in, and they won't chuck out a B side. But what they'll do is they'll play their fringe players. Yeah. That they're. But a team like England or New Zealand, these teams that are on that top, when they play a fringe player, they're still yeah, really yeah, good rugby yeah. players. Like, they've got 50 guys that can do the job. Yeah. So it might not be if you were picking a, if you were going into a final that game, like the team you'd pick for that, but you'd still see a good standard of rugby. And well, it's yeah. beneficial for both sides you're not, there. You're not a top three world side without having that depth. And yeah, that. which is what makes you that top three. That's where I think teams like Ireland struggling. Ireland without Johnny Sexton, they are a shell of what they can be. Scotland have got loads of injuries and it just shows they've not got the depth to replace it. That's where the Welsh have impressed me. The Welsh have been very good. The Welsh have been the best defensive rugby side for a few years now and their problem was their attacking game was crap. They sacked their attack coach before the World Cup and... It's paid dividends. It's paid dividends, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they've just tried to accumulate points where they can. Like, how many teams go for a drop goal like within the first minute of yeah, a World Cup game? But not surprising from a Northern Hemisphere side. Get points where you can. Just keep yeah. putting, especially the Australian team, well, keep putting scoreboard pressure on them. We discussed that leading into the World Cup, Australia are probably the most renowned for suffering from scoreboard pressure. Yeah, you they they're good at coming back, but they're always goal. behind. That's why. Well, they will come back inevitably. But yeah. if you get enough lead. You put them under a bit of pressure. That's it. Yeah. At the hour mark, you've got twenty points on them. 
They'll come back. They'll score, but yeah, because they've got enough talent. Like their wingers and they've they've got that. They've got such size and speed on the wing and in the centres that they've got the backs to make something happen. But then if you can put them under pressure, I'd love to coach against them as an Australian. It'd be hard, but I could I could tear them apart. I thought you were saying you'd like to coach for them because anyone could do a better job than Checker. It'd be really I easy. I don't just, know that I want that job to be fair. It'd be yeah. really easy. Just don't. Just like if you lose, take the blame on yourself once rather than blaming everything else that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Poor refs or whatever it is, is. It's never their fault. Well, I mean, it's always their fault. They put themselves in that position. Yeah. But, you know, as we discussed earlier with the NFL, it is <laughs> questionable decisions are happening regularly. Yeah. Yeah. The other bit is, is like I heard a talk on a rugby podcast the other day about the whole send-off with the leading with the forearm. Yeah. You can't run with your forearm out like that in rugby union. You can run in with the ball in both arms and then the forearm hits, but you can't lead with a forearm as defensive method. So yeah. knowing that, you just put your other arm around the ball running that way rather than running up fending. Don't give yourself opportunities for things like that to happen. But there was that send-off, uh, was it the Samoan guy? Um, who basically he went low and they yeah, the yeah. about things like that. And then the same thing happened in the NFL the other day, and they got yeah. called for targeting. And it's like, well, where is he supposed to go? Like, you make they're making plays on the ball. So, the interpretation of targeting, we actually had a a, a local league uh, adjudicator come down to our football training. I didn't realize targeting is shoulder hitting the head as well. Yeah. So it's not yeah. just yeah. It's when you're head. clearly trying to injure. Like leading to her, basically, isn't it? So, so if you're going for someone's head, you're going for someone's head, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to play football anymore. <laughs> to be fair, Bart's only wear tackling. <laughs> I'm gonna say Clay Matthews over here. Yeah, it's just not fun anymore. <laughs> oh, you can still hurt people. Like you can get tackled and break your ribs. Uh, also, a shout out to uh, Jamie from the Steelers getting absolutely backflipped by a 16 year old. So <laughs> corner. You probably want to retire, you fat bastard. <laughs> yeah, a corner that's about six. In fact, he's about six four. He's Play, weighs 80, probably what eighty kilos wet. Oh, I was gonna say sixty kilos wet, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh, absolutely I, I, wrecked a hundred and thirty kilo grown man. I was refing and Lead saw line. him coming off the back of the to the back of the end zone. I was like, "You right, mate?" He was like, "What are your boys just absolutely lit me up like he went oh, I was horizontal to the ground, and then we we're walking off, and he was like, "It's that guy." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phenomenal effort. I saw the replay. It was just the replay's good. Wow. I might need a wow. clip of that. It was a good hit. Yeah. It was great footage too. Just yeah. Like well you guys toweled the Steelers as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was that was embarrassing. To be fair, I'm missing two guns, but you know, it was still a great result. Yeah. Yeah, I I <laughs> I did feel for the Steelers because I mean they're a squad that barely came together this season. And you can only take so many losses like that before guys stop showing up to... Yeah, no, we, we definitely want them around. They're a foundation club. <coughs> Traditionally a proud and successful club, so, yeah. And for those of, those of you who are listening who have no idea what sport we're talking about, this is the uh, American local... Or, sorry, the local Perth American Football League... Um, the Claremont Jets wiped the floor with the uh, Westside Steelers 43? 40, yeah. 42, 42 nothing. to nothing. 
Yeah. Um, it was is a clinical clinical display by the Jets, um, and Steelers unfortunately just beat themselves in a lot of cases. But yeah, we won't go too much into that. Um, any other sports to that we haven't covered already? I think we are probably. Yeah, I think we're at we're state level cricket in Perth, which nobody really gives a crap about. Uh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> Talk um, about Nick Cannon gif. Yeah. <laughs> like what? It's the only thing I can think of. When does Big Bash start? Uh, it's over the Christmas period, isn't it? They do it really well. They time it when all the schools are off in Australia. So I think it's December. Yeah, yeah it's over Christmas. I want to say November. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's before school holidays actually officially start, but I'm, I can't actually believe I'm about to say this. I'm fairly excited for that. Should be good. Um, all right, boys. Sports fans, we really should know more. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, th- I mean, it's this time of season, this time of year for us. Well, we care about football. <laughs> it's like there's so much happening in terms of American sports that I forget the void of lack of, of Australian sports. <laughs> yeah, I've, I feel like being English, I should give us some sort of like soccer input, but... No one cares. Yeah, we, and I don't like soccer, so that's pretty I much... I was going to say, none of us care about soccer. I know yeah. the Perth Heat are firing up soon, so we need to get there and probably broadcast live from the game. Oh, basically. Ooh, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd be um, excited. Fair enough. If you can watch uh, other people strike out. <laughs> Thanks. Hey. And run! <laughs> Hey, two stolen bases. That's all I got. I'm on J Lo at the baseball. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> oh. All right. Well, from all of us, uh, thanks for listening. Again, remember the uh, UIHC promo code for uh, tickets. Use Import Sports on their Facebook ticket site um, and get your tickets for the Claremont Jets Halloween party. Again. They're $15 pre-sale, $20 at the door. Um, it's a great event. It's back for the first time in a couple of years. So get down and show your support of the team and uh, have a bit of fun. It's all happening on the 26th of October. And like I said, Bart and I will be carrying on. We'll probably do some segments from the ice hockey as well. Yeah. Um, and there'll be plenty of semi-tasteful photos from the Halloween party, I'd assume, popping up on Facebook. Yeah, just early in the semi- yeah, phones will be banned from a certain point. I'll have a semi the whole time. <laughs> Sick People bastard. are now selling their tickets back yeah. <laughs> on hearing that. Yeah. No refunds. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back at you guys next week with a preview of week eight in the NFL. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for all.